1: they scream it's the tash show everybody hacking everybody just wants more with the action hip-hop jones got the music blessing. better watch out this all he's asking over like bro but he keeps it real he's no joker original he's no posing no competition he's the owner there i'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the tash
0: show oh righty guys what's going on welcome 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 to the tash show yes thank you for downloading the show this podcast version of the Taz Show. thank you for downloading it at uh either itunes or spotify or TuneIn or the radio.com app or at tashow.com there's a plethora of ways to pull the Taz Show into your life this uh this episode of the show i will go over smack down a little bit here and there give you some thoughts uh i saw most of the show but give you some thoughts and opinions on smackdown so i definitely will get rocking and uh, rolling with that so looking forward to doing that and um still can't give you an update just yet on some of the ongoings with yours truly but um i will say i'm actually very flattered because uh, uh, yesterday and i I caught a little bit of it, and some folks sent it. Uh, sent me some of the audio, and uh, Lee Mean, uh, my man Lee Mean, who's done a lot of great work for the Taz Show, uh, Taz Show fan. He uh, he also posted something on the Twitter, I believe. Um, the legendary Mike Francesa here in New York on WFAN, the legendary uh, radio radio uh, broadcaster and sportscaster, uh, who I've had a lot of during all my 500 episodes of the taz show it's kind of like quasi mike francesa was part of it right if you think about the sound effects store you know but um but he uh, he gave me a, a really cool shout out yesterday and there was some lengthy conversation about yours truly so i want to thank Mons, uh, his producer and uh, and francesa the king himself this is his last week on fan the pope as he's called uh i want to thank him for that that's uh in the radio world, for me, that's the rub right there. That's a pretty good rub. So um, I'm very flattered for that by uh, Francesa and, and and his team. So it's uh, you know very cool. So uh, what else? I'm not going to waste a lot of time on a lot of other stuff. Um, well, I'm going to do this and that. There's really no house cleaning per se, but uh, I want to let you know. You know, you about rolling your car around? Well, I'm going to help you out with rolling your car around the right way. Uh, yeah, what I'm talking about is my my, my crew over at Kumo. Kumo Tires, looking for better traction and control this season for all seasons? Then pick up a set of the great Kumo Tires. That's K-U-M-H-O. Kumo Tires for an exceptional ride and a reliable ride and a safe ride. Kumo Tires keeps you on track with engineered ultra-high performance for your journey. These things, these tires, I should say, all legit, guys. Trust me for traction, and for ha- your car handling the right way in a safe manner, no matter what the weather conditions are. Choose your tire and find your local dealer at KumoTireUSA.com. Okay, I'm going to spell it out for you. That's K-U-M-H-O, TireUSA.com. KumoTireUSA.com. Kumo Tire, better always. Yes, they all legit. They actually hooked up your boy about a year or so ago in uh, Kumo definitely the tires are the real dealio so look so smackdown happened yesterday it's to go home for um clash the clash clash of the champions clash of the champions uh, how's that yeah doing some paperwork here so um i you know i thought it was an okay fair of midland show i was not uh, crazy about it uh i have to be frank i wasn't um i mean some stuff was okay but some stuff I'm guess I'm gonna do nitpicking Jones over here, kinda. So, um, in no particular order, but I gotta say, uh, s- something that just kind of sticks out to me it's it's Nakamura. You know, uh, Nakamura, as you guys know, just uh, and most of you guys are big fans of Knock, like I am. Um, his in ring work, his character, uh, his entertaining of uh, his entertainment ability despite uh, English being his second language um, he's a funny guy he's a he's a character in itself but he's a tremendous in-ring worker in his Japanese strong style from his native country um, the way he brings it is his ability uh, to do joint locks and different throws and takedowns besides being his strike is striking being phenomenal um, why am I talking up Nakamura why am I saying all this now Um... You know, I was I was afraid this going this was going to happen with this with the, this fella and and it's happening, you know. I mean, if you think about it, just not too long ago, it felt like Nakamura uh besides being a massive star in Japan uh but Nakamura, Nakamura being a massive star in NXT as the champion for so long and the push that you know Triple H helped give him and that Nakamura carried with no problem. And now if you fast forward He's stuck in tag team matches and getting pinned on TV in a one on one match. I mean, it's look. There's no shame in losing to Kevin Owens. Mad respect for KO. I'm a fan of his, and and I you know I think his push has been great, and and he deserves it. But I got to say, um, I I just don't I don't think Nakamura is handled the right way. I don't think Nakamura is special. Oscar's special, and Oscar's handled the right way. Okay, maybe too much with Oscar, to be honest. Okay, and 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 I don't, I think it's just a coincidence that they're both Japanese competitors, Naka, Nakamura and Oscar, it has nothing to do with, with that. They're both special, and one's being handled special, meaning the female Oscar, where Nakamura really isn't. And I um, I I'm I'm not shocked. I I talked about this a while back. I think the language uh, barrier is a problem for Vince, in my view, in my opinion. Um, You know, I really do. I didn't hear that nowhere. You guys know how I am. I don't come out here and spit stuff that other people told me and stooge off to me. And then I come on the air and either act like I know stuff or just tell you what rats are saying. You know, that's not my my spiel. Um, I'm going by my opinion and my feel. Um, when I watch something or see something, and from my experience working uh, for just about a decade for Vince McMahon and working closely with the man, so I I had a feeling this might happen with Nakamura, and and it is, and it's a shame, um, and I I really think it's 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 it could be his physique a little bit, but it's definitely the language barrier. Um, you know, he's not when you look at him, he's just a He's a rock star. That's what he's pushed as and he is. And I'm not knocking the guy's physique, but uh, you know, it's a cosmetic bit, cosmet, cosmetic. Take three, cosmetic business in Vince McMahon's business, for sure. And that's what. That not that he wants every guy to look like a pro bodybuilder. You know that that was years ago, but um, I I I think that could affect him a little bit. I mean, some thought that would affect Kevin Owens a little bit, and I think for a little while, Kevin. You know, was going through that growing stage with, with with WWE, maybe because of uh his physique, which I again, another guy I had no problem with just because he looks like a, a blue collar guy to whoop your ass. But Nak Nakamura, um, he definitely could kick your ass. I mean, that strong style when he does, it's legit, but I don't know how much Vince buys it, because Vince has to buy in. Yeah, he's been getting pushed, but you know, and he got pushed when he came in, and his entrance, and everybody singing the whole nine. But the that, think of the end of the day here, like if you look at Nakamura, he's stuck in tag team match for 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 this Sunday with, with, with Randy Orton. That's no knock. There's no knock on Randy. That's cool, but he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. Nakamura shouldn't be. Nakamura should be in spotlighted in as an individual in a one on one match against someone and it should kick that someone's head off and win he should be built and protected better than this seriously and it's it's i think it's a damn shame because he's one of the more talented guys in our industry today in the wrestling industry today seriously and and it's you know uh you know he got beat straight by kevin owens again no shame losing to kevin but these TV losses sometimes they matter, sometimes they don't. I think with a guy like Nakamura, you have to treat him a little special. Um, you know, I have no problem with Randy Orton. That's uh, when was that? I think he was getting interviewed, and, and Knock was there, and Randy cut the promo, and then. Um, uh, the interviewer said out oh, to to Nakamura, and he said, "Yup." He did the "yup" thing, like like Sammy and Kevin Owens doing, which I'll get into a little bit. Uh, I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. People got it. The audience got it. People giggled, and that that's the type of comedy he could bring Nakamura and more if they let him. Um, I don't see the connection with him and Randy either. I don't. I don't know if there's as a team. I don't understand why. Maybe Randy's talk. I don't know. I I, I don't get that i don't think they should have that randy's obviously a superstar in his own right let randy do his own thing and let knock do his own thing i'm just not a fan of it i'm just not you know um again that's just one guy's opinion you know um aj styles uh who's you know finally being done right as we know he's the champ and he's they're doing the right thing with aj you can't knock that but then another guy went through his growing pains but um, I thought some of the stuff he did last night was very cool, uh, with the Singh brothers. Um, I like that, that AJ beat them up and stuff like that. And Jinder wouldn't get in the ring. Uh, that leads to, uh, the main event, the WWE champ, AJ Styles against Jinder Mahal, this Sunday at Clash of Champions. I like that, that Jinder would not get in the ring. That smart, simple booking, keep the heat. Uh, you cannot go wrong with that. That works. It's worked for years, and that's how you got to do it. And I like that WWE did that with Jinder. I like that AJ beat up the Singh brothers because the Singh brothers, if you didn't see it, they wanted to side with AJ. They were like they were sick, and they were ripping uh, Jinder Mahal. They're done with him. And AJ acted like he was getting sucked in, and AJ beat them up. I think that was good. Some of the stuff that the Singh brothers were saying that they wrote for these two kids was kind of corny, and it kind of sucked, so it was a little hokey, instead of coming off real, you know, just, just, you know, it just came off corny and hokey, Uh, the Singh brothers, these guys are talented, let them talk, let them talk, don't let them act like buffoons, if you want to do a bit where they are done with Jinder Mahal, have them act serious about it, don't have them say his feet smells like chicken and cheese or whatever, it was stupid, it was immature i don't even think little kids are laughing at this stop please it was was silly it was stupid Again, these are things you will not hear on one of the dancing on the table whatever they call it WWE shows uh, on the network uh where the propaganda gets spread around this is kind of real talk here so if you're new to my podcast or the taz show uh well don't be blindsided this is how i roll son so um but I, like I said, I like that Jinder Mahal would not get in the ring, and that's like it's a simple thing. It helps lead to you want to see AJ not just defend his title against the heel, Jinder Mahal, you want to see AJ beat the crap out of Jinder Mahal. So it's, it's a little things like that that matter, and it helps the championship, the belt itself, the title itself, by not having Jinder get in the ring. They handled the champion the right way, meaning AJ Styles. And I like it. It was good. It worked perfectly. Um, and I'm going to go to break in a few minutes. And and, and when I come back from break, I'm going to tell you a champion uh, that really, and a championship match that wasn't handled right for this coming uh, Sunday. Um, I'll get at that a little bit, but but I'm not going to do that right this second because um, there was something that was a little bit ugh. Uh, no, a quick hit I'll give you on something about the Bludgeon Brothers squashed, uh, Colin Delaney, and... I don't even know the guy's name, that he worked with, uh, Colin's partner was. Colin was on SmackDown back in the day, as you guys know, and uh, he came back. And, and uh, apparently, I think Mike Johnson had some reports That's a one-shot deal type thing. Colin was always a nice kid. I knew I was I was doing color uh, commentary on SmackDown back in the day when he was there. Good guy, good kid. Uh, you know, uh, I got no problem with Colin Delaney. You know, he's a nice guy and knows what he's doing. So who knows? Uh, hopefully his career goes really well and keeps going, or whatever he's doing. I'm not really on top of what he does, but it was cool to see him on TV. Um, even even though it was a tough match and he got beat, his partner again I don't recall the kid's name, but because I jumped into the match in the middle of it and it was kind of quick. Obviously it was all about the Bludgeon Brothers being pushed and built. Um, you know because these are the guys that. You know, they're going to go into the pay per view on Sunday against Brazango. So, you know, I don't like Brazango's chances in this match <laughs> come Sunday. But um, uh, there was one little tidbit thing where the kid that uh, the Bludgeon Brothers pressed over the head, threw in the ring, and, and gave the big bump to, and all this stuff. I don't know his name, but it, this is a prime example of guys overselling or selling very corny and very like with the scream it's like it sounds like you're making a joke as you're getting beat up when he got pressed over his head he's got this crazy face on like he's so scared but like like over the top like i i I, you know again this is this is nitpicking but and again you know me like i told you on the last podcast i'm not i'm not an expert seller but i know when i see bad selling this was bad selling because it was over the top selling you know what i mean so so I, i just you know um i had i had to give you that little hit on that so um Uh, So like I said, I'm going to go to break in a second. I want you guys know um, something that's important as we're around the holiday season. You know, people like to go and have spirits and drinks and at parties, uh, you know, holiday parties and stuff like that. Listen, uh, you knew the risk of driving drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. You could get arrested, incur legal expenses that are gigantic, possibly even lose your job. You knew the consequences of driving drunk. And you were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Too drunk to drive means too drunk for complicated apps. So check this out. This is actually a very good thing. Okay, Safer Ride is the simplest possible way to get home safe and only has three self-explanatory buttons on the home screen. You can call a friend, locate and call a cab company or bring up a map of your current location. Help NHTSA end drunk driving by doing your part and use the NHTSA Safer Ride app to get home safely. So there you have it, guys. On that note, i uh going to get rolling into a break here. On the side of break, I'm going to tell you uh, about a championship match for this Sunday that's coming up that was not done well by, if that's proper English, on SmackDown. So I'll get into that here on the other side of the break. This is the Taz Show. Sit tight. Be right back. All right, guys, we're back here on The Taz Show. Going to get talking more, a little bit more about SmackDown here in this edition. This is kind of a SmackDown edition of uh, SmackDown React. Do my React. Got to do my React. You know how that goes. And I love that. Hey, guys, listen, man, you know the deal here. The support for The Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. So they understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And guess what, it is simple. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your attempt with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent, simple online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed, smart decision for you and your family. So here's the deal, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, apply simply, understand fully, and most importantly, mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access.org, number 3030. So there you have it. Hey, you know, the other thing, Um, well, I can get a little bit about WWE with Facebook because I have some thoughts opinion about that. Apparently, they're. They're doing some business together, so yeah, maybe I can get into that right now. I guess I could do that before I get into <laughs> wrapping up with uh, SmackDown. Yeah, so this, uh, there was stuff out there, and uh, I saw it on PW Insider, too, um, about WWE now doing uh, business. This might have happened a couple days ago. I might have missed the boat on this, but I know that they're doing business with Facebook. And uh, as you guys know, I've done a, a plethora of Taz show segments and spots with Facebook Live. Uh, for my show. So I, I think Facebook's great and all that. It's cool. Um, and I'm not shocked to hear this. They're doing some kind of a mixed match challenge gimmick Schnabits, meaning WWE. Sounds like WWE put together some kind of a bit directly for uh, Facebook. Now, I'm going to let you know the deal here because I've been to Facebook headquarters several times in the past couple of months. I've had meetings with them about things. Uh, there was, uh, you know, one time, Katie, Linendal, and I were there at the same time, you know, and, and and all that stuff. It's I can't get into too much details on that, but I'm just telling you, I'm not surprised about this. Uh, Facebook has been wanting to do something with wrestling and or WWE. I know that from experience, uh, from behind-the-scenes stuff, I can't say. But um, so this didn't surprise me, and if you notice, uh, I'm pretty sure... The programming they're going to give you with this i believe it's like a 20 minute deal or something like that kind of a 15 minute 20 minute deal not the typical wwe programming that's maybe one hour long or you know two hours long or even like on raw where it's a three hour journey you know so it's it's kind of like this is where um we're going uh, as a uh as the public and how we pull in content see some of the um the big, uh, big brands in the world like Hulu and Amazon and, you know, uh, Facebook or Twitter, you know, uh, uh, these bit massive either social media, huge multi-billion dollar corporations, uh, uh, they, 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 they don't want, usually, they don't want long-form content. So Give me some inside baseball here. They want a lot of times short-form they feel that us as a public the way we can cons- we pull in our we can our consumption of programming is quicker quicker we don't have time we're doing it on a mobile device who's going to work who's on a train going to work or who's stuck on a bus going to work or maybe you're in the gym or you're on a treadmill or you're on your lunch break whatever so you want I'm not saying I agree with this, I'm not saying I don't, I'm kind of indifferent about it, but they feel like they know with their studies and their focus groups that what the public wants is short-form stuff. You know, when I say short-form, I'm saying like a five-minute deal to a 20-minute deal. They, they Most of these bigger companies are not gonna, I'm not saying they, like, I, I'm not a big Amazon or Netflix guy, but I know there's a lot of original programming on there, and my wife's into that, I, and so many people are, but I know there's some longer form on there, but what I'm saying, like especially these social media companies, like a Facebook or a Twitter or an Instagram, you know, they want shorter form stuff. So, um, and again, I, I just did a little research on this. I, I believe it's like a 20 minute deal. I could be wrong on that. If you want to shoot me a tweet and tell me, hey Taz, you're wrong. Just don't be a douche. You could just be nice about it because I'm very sensitive. You know that I'm very, very hypersensitive. Just don't be a douchebag. You don't want to do that. So. Um, You know I, I think it's cool I think it's great for the industry It, it just shows the evolution of the industry It shows that WWE uh, Is on the cusp of always Trying to be um, More progressive With their programming And for the public To to kind of stay up at the times For lack of better terms uh, And WWE can do this Because they have Insane amount of resources You know so uh, it used to be that I remember all the years I worked there, it, uh, it was definitely a feel of money has, was, money was not an object. There was no problem with money. They'll, they would spend, 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 spend on anything and overspend, and the budget was insane, and, and that's how it felt. And it's cool to work for a place like that, seriously. But I think the past couple of years and up until now from what I'm hearing, It's not like that anymore, you know, so it's tough. You know, as you guys know, WWE is always there, right? There's no, there's no off season. There's, there's no, it's not like mainstream sports, you know, the NBA or the NHL, NFL, NFL or major league baseball, you know, and we've talked about this and you guys know this, you all know this. So it's always there. There is no break and it's great for the talent because they can just make a steady stream of money for the wrestlers and the production crew and that's awesome and for the mcmahon family and the corporation and the stockholders and all that yeah they can continue to make money because it's an an ever going non-stop uh flow of of uh, of money coming in because you're putting out a lot of content and shows obviously it comes with injuries where guys and girls are getting hurt but it obviously also is it could be a problem of um where it's uh you're putting out a lot of money out there and maybe you're not making as much because you are taken for granted as a company because you're always there, so it's kind of deep talk here I guess but I mean you guys are smart you're sophisticated you're intelligent so you get what I'm saying so I think they got to be careful a little bit and I think you know because they 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 you can flood the market and you can be taken advantage of because you're always there and on every simple any way you could find on that WWE app which is a great app you could find it you could do it they make it very simple for you uh, uh, for the public but it also could be a thing where it's too much where not and again I hate you know me I hate stereotypes but where but just the stereotype fans in general where it could be a deal where you know, you're spoiling the, the, the wrestling fan and then they go away you know, they go away for a few years, then they come back. This this is, this is happens. It's a cycle of business, and and, and Vince and company knows this. Um, everybody from the business knows this. People who've been around the block, who've either wrestled or promoters or refs or whatever, that's how the business goes. So, you know, um, I think it's great. They're doing stuff with Facebook, but just be careful. You know, it's everywhere. I, look, me... As I have a restless mindset, as long as the boys, as we say, and and that means the girls too, as long as the talent's making money, I'm all in. I hope that's happening. I hope they're all making good money. Um, I do. I hope so. I really do. I mean, because they're all working hard and the company utilizes you a lot. And, um, you know, when you do a read, when you do an advertisement as an announcer, for example. I'll pull back the curtain here, a little inside baseball for you. When you go on and you're a commentator and, like, you're doing a read for, you know, let's say it's Kumo Tires, okay? Like, I, I, they're, they're a sponsor on my show. I support Kumo. As you guys know, you heard me earlier. I did a read for it, all right? So this, I'm not reinventing the wheel. It's how podcasting, it's how radio's done. It's part of the business. This is what makes the show free for you, right? But the thing is, WWE has the same thing. So when you see, like, some big names, you know, candy bar sponsors, Clash of the Champions or something like that, you know, they're spending money, right? That's advertising. You know, you guys know that. The thing is, what happens, again, these are things you won't hear anywhere else but here, okay? What happens is when they have one of those announcers, either the play-by-play or color commentator, read one of those, let's say, again, for hypothetical reasons, let's say it's Kumo Tires, you know, uh, you might hear Michael Cole or Corey Graves do a read like I did on their show. They're not getting paid for that. Those talents don't get paid for that. That's part of your deal. That's part of your deal. You know, usually in TV, there's different money involved with that, or in radio for sure. And it's just that's the business end of it. You know, WWE, it's it's that's not how it is. Now, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just giving you guys some inside baseball. Okay, so WWE, that's not, that has nothing with Facebook, trust me, but I, I got off on a tangent, which I do sometimes. I'm, I'm just spitballing what you on this, but the um the thing with Facebook, I think it's cool. I do, and I think a lot of you guys probably love it, which at the end of the day is all that matters. If the bulk of the fans like it and WWE is able to put the programming out and the talent is going to make a couple of bucks on it, then great, go for it. Sorry, I need a little... Uh... A sip of water so uh so that's deal. so i was going to tell you guys about a match for this sunday at clash of champions a championship match that i feel a, the segment that was dedicated to this match was not handled the proper way um and i'm going to tell you a couple different reasons why uh it was bad and and what i'm speaking of is the smackdown women's championship match with charlotte flair as champ uh against Italia uh in a lumberjack match this sunday so which i like to call lumberjill so but it's not my company here so here's the thing right so they had natalya on color commentary while ruby riot was wrestling charlotte you know and 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 Shaw's the champ ruby riot with her new crew you know they're, they're trying to push the heels they're trying to do this and i get it and i think it's i i like them and that's fine but they had, uh, what did they do? They had the, the riot Squad beat up Charlotte, right? Now, I, I have to tell you, they had her, there was a disqualification in the match. So no no, no finish, no problem, okay? Remember, you got to go into this show Sunday where the focus for this segment has to be on the challenger and the champion. It was not on the challenger and Natalya. She was on Color. And that's great, and she had a lot of air time. But when the physicality went down, there was nothing really with her at all for the most part because the Riot Squad beat the crap out of Charlotte. And I got to be frank, the beatdown that they gave Charlotte didn't look strong. These girls need to be more physical in their physicality. I'm just telling you, I've seen it before now with them. They got to turn it up a little bit. They got to get a little more physical. And I promise you, someone backstage in a power position of an agent or whoever, is telling them exactly what I just told you. They got to turn up the physicality. They have to. Because it's just not, it's, and it'll get there. I'm just not sure if SmackDown's the spot where you want to work on that. You got to get this and get it done quick, because Mr. McMahon is not going to like this, and he doesn't have long patience, and nor should he. Natalia, what should have happened was, Natalia should have picked up the scraps of what the riot squad left behind. I like, and one of the commentators said it, and I like it, the riot squad stands on their own, and I don't I didn't want to see Natalia with the riot squad beat up Charlotte. That's the wrong kind of heat. You want Natalia to have the heat, not the riot squad. I don't want to see Naomi come down either. Not in this segment. She made the save for Charlotte. I don't want to see that either. And and then they had the Lumberjills come out and attack the rest of the riot Squad. And I know they're leading towards the Lumberjack thing. It, 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 they should, it just, I don't agree with that. The focus needed to be on um, Natalia. It's a simple thing. Riot Squad beats the Daylights out of Charlotte. And as they just go to, to leave... Natalia comes in the ring and hits one big move and stands over her, over over Charlotte, and that's that. And then the ramp way, the odd way, then you could have the other Lumberjails or the Lumberjack girls come out and attack the riot squad. But leave the focal point in the ring on Natalia. That with, you know, being, she's the former champ. Have her in there doing that. It just doesn't what they did just it, it hurts Natalia. It's it screams that Natalia is not gonna win the title. Okay, and I'm not saying she should or shouldn't, but I'm I believe in you gotta work the audience and tell that story and so suspend my belief. So I you know, watch this pay-per-view on Sunday. You know what I mean? I, I did not buy into this segment at all because I felt bad for the, the heel challenger who they didn't do crap wouldn't this thing all they had to do was let her come in and it's such an easy story for you now to tell that natalia came in and basically like i just said that picked up the scraps after what was left behind by the riot squad how I, no one likes someone who does that and the job is to make people really not like the heel right and that's natalia one spot bumper Grab that old that title that was her. Look at it, hold it up. That she's gonna have it, and then lay it down on the chest of Charlotte. And and, and then, and and it, what happens is you can even make it more exciting. Again, I told you the other podcast the other day that I'm not gonna pitch ideas for these people because they steal most of the shit I say. And don't acknowledge my existence and I'm gonna slow down on doing it, but I gotta also do a good show out here for you guys and and let you guys, you know, get some insight for me or opinions for me. I'll go another a step further with the riot squad. Have them leave the ring seamlessly, quickly, Natalia comes in. It's not one of those things where the riot squad says, Okay, here you go, Natalia. Now you could beat her up, we're gonna leave. Not like that. The riot squad just goes to leave and like a hyena, like a jackal. In comes quickly, Natalia, one spot, boom, bumps Charlotte, like I said, and holds up the belt. And then quick cutaway to announce, wait, we got something going on backstage. You see the riot squad walking through the gorilla position, the entrance area, backstage behind the curtain. And instantly, as you see them walking through and they're breathing heavy because they just beat up Charlotte, instantly you see, boom, here comes the um here comes the the, the, the the lumberjills, the lumberjacks, straight attack, beat up backstage the the uh the riot squad. To me, that's how you could keep that lumberjack thing going and then cut back to the ring. So the last thing we see is Natalya. So make some chaos instead of the typical cookie cutter, let's get it all in one segment. It, you know, I you know they wanted to bring the Naomi back for a reason, then have Naomi do that crazy intensity, which she pulled off. She looked great, by the way. I I didn't like the segment, but I loved what she did. She came in the ring and got on Ruby Riot and beat the snot out of Ruby Riot. And Naomi was on fire, dude. What was that feel the glow, Jones? Yes, she was on fire, man. Seriously, like straight fire. I think that's Becky's gimmick, but she was. And you could have done that with naomi backstage which would have translated even better because it would look more realistic that intensity that girl brought if you watched naomi and then you watched the other girls in the riot squad the difference in intensity and physicality in in and you watch girls like becky lynch or what naomi did or or charlotte on a regular basis you watch that intensity, and, and you see that in Carmella sometimes too, and I'm, I'm probably missing a couple of the girls. But I'm telling you, that's that's the type of intensity that has changed the feel of women's wrestling today from where they unfortunately pushed the diva thing, where they, the divas were pushed as eye candy and, and TNA, not, not the wrestling company, you guys know what I mean, uh, as opposed to athletes. Now uh, these females are athletes, and they all are. But it all starts with you have to be physical and you have to be intense, no matter what sex you are, male or female as a wrestler. And Naomi brought that yesterday, and it was legit. And she looked great, which she did. I just feel like it would have been better if it was, it would have been even better, I should say, uh, if it was backstage. I, you know, seriously, I just, I, doing it all out in the ring and completely blowing off the challenger kills that title match, then why the hell you even have a lumberjack match? Why? If I don't care about the heel and the heel's got no real heat, what are you doing? Who cares? Seriously. Like, it don't matter. You know what I mean? So, so I don't know. These are the things that sometimes where WWE, because they do so much stuff, they, you know, they, uh, uh, they take, they take, advantage uh take for granted i should say because they're, they're programming There's there's five hours of live programming a week on tv and there's i think lately they they're a little sloppy in the booking because they get a little complacent in in my opinion so that's that's what it seems like um for me so i need a little sip of water. hang on so get a little dry mouth so um all right now the last thing i want to talk about real quick here is uh, kevin owens and sammy zayn the yup stuff. Yep. 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 I love it. The playoff of the yes, yes, yes. I love all that. I do. Uh seriously. So I, I feel the the yup, yup, yup. I think it works and it's cool. Um I uh the Daniel Bryan uh second guest referee thing, I think that's cool too. I like that. Seems like there's definitely something brewing here, maybe with Shane McMahon and and, and you know, uh Daniel Bryan, I like that also. I also, before I should have said this first, what I really liked was the promo work by Sammy, Kevin, and Daniel Bryan during that segment I thought was excellent. The one thing I'm not crazy about is the overview and the story of what's going on here about Sammy, Sammy and Kevin could be fired and all this stuff. That firing angle should have been done about three weeks ago. It's like three or four weeks late because they should have did that when when these two cats were sent home from that overseas tour. That's when you want to shoot this angle, you know. And not now. It's a little anticlimactic, in my opinion. Um, so it doesn't really seem like, you know, it doesn't seem like a shoot, you know, that type of thing. Uh, it seems a little bit more worky. I got to start using that more, worky, instead of just a work, worky. Yeah, that works, worky. But, you know, it, 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 I do think that, um, I think the, the, the performance of the guys were great. Um, I liked all that. I, I, again, it's Randy Orton and Nakamura versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And now Shane and Daniel Bryan are, are the special refs. I, I like that. I like the refs thing. I think it's a lot of, it's six people now involved with this segment, with this match on Sunday. I'm not crazy about the tag team thing with Randy and Nak, as I told you. Um, I, I'm not. I'm just not. Um, I think that that tag team match, and this is where I'm old school. That tag team match means more than the Usos as tag team champs on Sunday. For some reason, for me, you know, and it's the Usos versus the New Day versus Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable versus Rusev and Aiden English Fatal Four Way match. It's like, listen, I can appreciate them, and I talked about this in the past, I can appreciate them trying to get all the talent on the show to keep promoting guys and to get let guys make money. I do appreciate that. But I got to tell you, it just seems like let's fit, let's try to fit, you know, three pounds of Bloney in a one-pound bag and get all these guys on the segment, and then we'll just have whatever, I don't know, uh, the champs retain the Usos, which I love them, uh, where the big push in regards to tag teams for this show on Sunday uh, the Clash of Champions is the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn because of the story, and then there's no titles on the line here. So why should there be a tag team match that's more important than when there's a tag team title match that's not as important? Yeah, Fatal Four Way match, it's cool. A lot of fans love that. It's a lot of action. It's going to be a great match. I'm not knocking the guys in it, but the 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 bigger push story is the Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan as the refs. So what I'm saying is it might have been better in a way if they could have done something where it wasn't a tag match. Um I understand why they're doing it because of Owens and Zayn as this unit. Uh I just the thing I really don't feel like I said at the top of this podcast before I wrap up here, I don't feel the Orton Nakamura thing together. Um I would have had a again it's a lot more detail, but I would have had if you want to go Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as a tag team and do this angle with Shane and Daniel Bryan as the refs, then let's make it for the titles. And let's get the titles on some baby faces, whoever that is in the tag team realm. You know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying New Day or maybe it's Gable and Benjamin. Who knows? The Usos, they're kind of baby faces, I guess. I like them um, against Owens and Zayn. Maybe, maybe do that. So then, now it's the titles. And you have the, the 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 two general managers involved in the story, whatever angle they're going to cut with Shane and Daniel. So I don't know, we'll see. Um, uh, you know, but there, there's there's definitely the card. Champ, uh, class of Champions looks pretty good. I'm looking forward to that United States Championship match: of Corbin, Rude, and Dolph Ziggler, the Triple Threat. I'm definitely looking forward to that. That should be good stuff. Um, I, I I predict that Bobby Roode will probably become the new U.S. Champ. I think that might work um just my opinion on that i i think all the matches look good i think the, you know for the top down i think aj versus Jinda will be really good um charlotte natalia lumberjack i mean i think there's gonna be a lot of tomfoolery with this and a lot of hokey stuff because of the lumberjacks but um uh, you, you, how do you not respect natalia and charlotte as workers though and the tag match the fatal four-way will be good so I, I think all this stuff will be good i mean i, mean, I, I do i mean if you you know, I plan on watching. I, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to watch this show on Sunday, and I'll try to give you guys a, a podcast reaction to it. So um, uh, I probably will. Uh, but it looks like a pretty good card for sure. You know, and the Zango and the Bludgeon Brothers, and I think the Zack Ryder vs. Mojo. I think that's on the pre-show, I think. I could be wrong on that, but I think that's the dealio on that. So so speaking of dealio, that is what they call the dealio. So thank you, everybody, for downloading this edition of the Taz show i appreciate i hope you guys enjoyed it very much and uh as you get into the holiday season here i hope everybody's having fun and and spend a lot of money on gifts so you could all basically have no money after the holidays that's basically how it works in my life and that's that so uh i appreciate all the love and support of the show guys and keep on rocking stay tuned i might have some news soon about yours truly all right i'm Taz. you're not adios guys my top friends now
1: my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest i don't even have a top 10 me against the world i've been doing what i really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when i'm back at home it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no grades we ordered the kids meal play ball that's all at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns, yeah, I've been wondering.